Welcome to the second episode of Two Riding Gremlins. And I am CJ, and I'm joined by Bella. Say hi, Bella. Hi. Or if I want to be funny, hi, Bella. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Just before this episode starts, me and Bella are both doing art. I am coloring in one of my manga volumes of My Hero Academia, which is going to be one of our topics today. Future editing CJ here. Um, This episode ran very long, so we are splitting it into two. So the next episode will come out next week on Monday. It will only be about My Hero Academia, uh, specifically the joint training arc, which is volumes 21, 22, and 23. Uh, It is in the It is in the beginning part of season five of My Hero Academia, if you are watching the anime. Um, Okay, that's all I had to say. Okay, bye. And Bella is drawing a hand. hand. Um, Because why not? (laughs) So if you hear the sounds of pencils on paper or shifting colored pencils, that is us doing art. Um... So yeah, just before we go into our episode, that's that's pretty much it. Um, and this episode will have spoiler warnings for um, a couple of different books, um, just because today is a very uh, story-driven episode. Uh, today we'll be discussing They Both Die at the End, We Were Liars, and My Hero Academia, up Which to is- volume 24. Well, partway through volume 24, because I haven't missed yeah. it yet. <laughs> yeah. And lots of emphasis on volumes, I don't know, the end of season uh, 20, 4 through uh, it is 23. 22, uh, actually, I think it's 21 to 23, because it because the joint training arc ends in the middle-ish of volume. Actually, it ends in the beginning of 23. Beginning of 23. I have volume 23 right here, so... Um, and I'm coloring in volume 22. So it's pretty much perfect um, for this episode. Uh, but we are not talking about My Hero Academia until the end. So we're going to have to save our uh, talking points about that until the very, very end. Um, so we are starting with They Both Die at the End. Hey, future editing CJ here again. Uh, this is a spoiler warning for They Both Die at the End. It is a book, and it is by Adam Silvera. I highly recommend you read it before listening to the spoilers, because we will be discussing major plot points of the book. Um, yeah, so if you haven't read it, uh, there will be a timestamp in the description that you can skip to, and then we'll be done with our discussion by then. Okay. Um, Bella, so what, what were your thoughts, I guess? Oh, boy. (laughs) I have a lot to say about this. Um, they both die at the end, just to sum it up for someone who doesn't know it. From this point on, there will be spoilers. It's about, basically, it's a romance about a future where people get told at midnight, the day they're going to die, that they're, you know, gonna die. And so... Basically, the two main characters, Mateo and Rufus. Thank Rufus you. and Mateo. No worries. It's been a while since I've read it, but 
basically yeah. they're told they're and this is like spoiler point if you don't want spoilers about this now is the time um but they're told they're they're both told they're gonna die that day they kind of there is an app about meeting other people who were that day right and they mm-hmm. meet each other through that they, they kind of go through meet, all these and, they can meet it's an app for people who uh have gotten the call which is from death cast which is like this uh we don't really get what it is because the characters don't know and it's a very character driven story mm-hmm. so it kind of makes it's very interesting it's like very good that they didn't reveal it because honestly if the characters don't know then we probably shouldn't know especially if it's a character driven story such as this um sorry i just side that was a side tangent but um they get this call and then uh they're told at some point today, you are going to die. And then it's like, cool. Okay, so now I have to decide how I'm going to spend these last 24-ish hours of my life. Um, so in- What I found really yeah. interesting about the concept especially was that since they know they're going to die that day and they don't know how, technically they do have the power to affect the events of this day. And I'm curious as to what would happen if somebody tried to pull through to the very end of the day, like, lock themselves up in a very safe place where they can't possibly die, or, like, basically bested the odds somehow. Like, what would happen if someone tried to survive that well? Would they spontaneously, like, you know, die at midnight? Or would they survive? Or, like... I mean, when I was reading, I kind of got the sense that no matter what, even if you tried to stop it, you would still die. Because it's like they just flat out at the end. At the end of the book, didn't they like try? uh, Rufus and Mateo like um, they made a promise to each other that they wouldn't die, right? And then they decided that they would go to sleep. Um, instead of dying. Well, in that case, they would die in their sleep, but also, spoiler alert, was it Mateo or Rufus who died by the thing with the fire? I believe it was Mateo, though I'm not sure. But the fire was because his oven had, hadn't been fixed. So, like, he went to bed, they went to bed, and they, um, and they fell asleep, and they were going to survive together but they didn't because Matteo got up late he had forgotten that the oven was broken and he tried to make some tea which Which, then triggered a fire um that uh set Rufus to go mm, wait ah I gotta look up which one's which I'm sorry give me one moment um one moment but either way um well cj does that one of them dies by the fire and i just think it's an interesting concept because it does definitely seem like the odds are upped a lot like his oven probably wouldn't have caught the house on fire if it had not been that day because like it had probably gone on for a while being broken and i find it interesting like Mm. are the odds like set against them that day is it, like, a specific, like, 
it's just a lot of like concept stuff like like really if they did try to survive and took all possible measures like everything they could possibly do to survive would they spontaneously die at 11:59 p.m. or would they somehow mm-hmm. go on because it seems like all of these seem to be that there's a coincidental cause of death or a purposeful mattering mm-hmm. on the situation um a cause of death that was caused by an outside force yes yeah. due which is due to the odds being very much turned against them that day but what if there were no odds to work with like what if they were t- completely taken out of the equation hmm that's that's actually a very interesting idea and I have heard that the author might want to do more books in this universe, so we might be able to find this out. I would hope so. It is, ve- it is like, a very, very intriguing topic, just because it's so very complicated. Because it's, like, you have all of... You have this universe where people get a call when they when they're 24 hours out from death, and... They're, they haven't been wrong yet about, like, the day someone dies, um, or at least we don't know that. We don't know that there's been any, like, days where somebody got the call and then didn't die. Did you just say um, days or gays? Days. Oh. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I said days. I, it, it could also be, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but off topic. Yeah, I mean... It does seem like their society is set up for these things to happen and to reduce the amount of odds for something to happen to them. But like I said, what if it was completely taken out of the equation? Like what if someone took every possible measure and had everything proofed and nothing bad could possibly happen? I mean, of course, there's usually always something bad, but what if a person had like been preparing for this, say, their whole life? And had I mean, you a- can randomly get a heart attack at any time, like, no Fair matter point. if you have heart complications or not. I mean, you could just well, I mean, spontaneously... I mean, you could have... Like, even if you did have heart complications... um, Like, even if you didn't have heart complications, you could still, like, just... I mean, yeah, but also, it is very unlikely at the age that the characters are. Like, I wouldn't even say that's... At the age that's... that the characters are, yes. I'd say that's not even in the equation. Like, spontaneous heart attack, I wouldn't say is in the equation for them. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't know that you had, like, high blood pressure or something, then... Also, but what if someone dedicated their entire life to setting up a riskless day? Like, had things monitored about themselves, made sure that they were aware of all possible health risks, all possible maintenance risks in this, like, say, a safe bunker? Oh, bunker. Um, um, That would be a very sad existence. It would. Well, I mean, not necessarily preparing with their entire life, but at least taking a lot of time out to make sure that this day is not something that stops them from keeping living. Because, Mm -hmm. like, it's probably possible to eliminate at least almost every risk. And while I'm sure that whatever causes these deaths or causes them to 
happened because like I know it's not it seems like it's not just necessarily the force of death itself I mean it could be but it does seem like because like they weren't gonna die until the very low chance of the thing with the oven happening and making mm-hmm. the house light on fire it was probably broken for a while but specifically mm-hmm. on this day it lit yeah but that it's... was because he tried to use that was because mateo tried to use the stove but the yeah. oven but the stove was broken I'm and the stove that... had been broken for three months i believe it was I'm... in the story yeah. but it like, was broken it was... for three months if it was broken for three months there must be some sort of interference with like probability for it to happen on this specific day. Because like why couldn't it have happened any day in the past three months? It does Possibly. seem like there's some sort of interference with probability of bad events happening to specific people on specific days. Possibly. Also, and then there's the mystery of how Deathcast knows all of this. Yeah, that is, like, the one big thing I really, really do want to know, is how Deathcast actually, like, knows when something is going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. when somebody's going to die. Because like people are running with that the theory is... of some, like, some being manipulating probability and specifically probability of bad events occurring then they could be, like, the informants, if you know what I mean. Like Possibly. Or if it was a specific, like, sentient being, like, a sympathetic kind of thing, like, or telling people... if it was... Or if the person... Or if, like, there was just, like, not a person, but, like, similar to the Oracle of Delphi, where it's just, like, this person who knows when people are gonna die, but, like, only knows, a, like... They know when everybody is going to die and they just have to keep feeding lists to people because they they just like at 12 at 12 a.m. every day they like get possessed or something and then they just hmm. they get possessed by by some sort of spirit and they just spout, start spouting names and then people started realizing that hey this person is like spouting the names of people who die that's an interesting theory as well because like Mm -hmm. if it was a possession situation then it could also link to like this sort of higher being interfering with probability Mm -hmm. because i do think that the situation has is very involved with probability and stuff because like how it's just the fact that it's not like the stove had broken the day before. In that case, it would have been more reasonable. Because, you know, it makes mm-hmm. sense. But the stove had been broken for a long time. Mm-hmm. And on any other day besides the one that Deathcast informed them of, it would have been less of a suspicious occurrence. But also, it would still be like, oh, why hasn't it broken in this whole three months? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, what I think it is, is that with this specific death of Mateo, is that, like, he he knew it was broken. He just didn't remember until it was too late. He yeah. didn't remember it was broken until it was already on and exploding. 
Yeah. That is rather unfortunate. But, um, yeah, I mean, it will be interesting if the author publishes more books in this universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would do want to read more it. by, um, by the author. Um, I can't remember the author's name. Adam Silvera. I, I was, I was just like, that. wait, wait, what is the author's name? I opened my phone and I'm like, oh, it's Adam Silvera. And I didn't even look at the name. <laughs> like, I was just like, I opened my phone and then boom, it was in my brain. Oh, it's Adam Silvera. Yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, it was pretty cool. I mean, the book was really good. And like, there's a lot of theory crafting and like that can be done with it yeah yeah because it's like it doesn't give us all the details it just gives us what the story requires it just gives and that's us what really they know and not what we want to know necessarily yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay so uh creative segue um into into we were liars um, I have no creative segue, so I'm just using the words creative segue to segue into We Were Liars. I hope you can hear me clapping. I, I, I can't hear you clapping. I did put my hands right next to my AirPods so that you can specifically pick up the audio. <laughs> yeah, um, the most creative of creative segues. So creative. Um, I applaud your creativity. Yes. Hey, pick um, a skin tone color for this person's hand that I'm drawing. Ooh. It can be uh, weird. Ooh, purple. See, that's what I was thinking, too. Let me look. See what shades of purple I have. Um, okay, so, we were liars. Um, the main character's name is Cadence. Um, which is ironic. Um, just because... Like, I know someone named Cadence. And you do. <laughs> I do know someone named Cadence. Um, and if you know me in real life, you probably know who this is. Um, Heavy implications. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, uh, so, ah, now where do I go from there? Um, uh. So... We Were Liars is a really, really good book. Yes. Um, It is incredible. And there are going to be major spoilers. Like, major, like on another level. Um, We are also going to be having a discussion about grief and the way it can affect how a person perceives the world around them. Yeah. so I'd like to um, just preface that, um, preface this discussion by saying that um, We Were Liars Ooh. by E. Lockhart was incredible. Also, um, hey, uh, take a wild guess at where my pencil sharpener is because I'm looking for it. Mm, where did I- oh, found it. Never under mind. your desk. No, It was in my desk. But in your desk, oh, perfect. I do so have close, things, so close. I do have pencil sharpener under my desk, though. So, <laughs> um, okay, so close guess. 
very close, very close. So this book was really good. And there was a plot twist at the, in the middle of the book. Um, future recording CJ here again. This is the final spoiler warning. Um, if you do not want spoilers yet again for We Were Liars, I am just saying that you should leave now or forever hold your peace. And it kind of hit me out of nowhere. Are we talking because about the big one? The big one. The, the one, one that where I it is revealed. No, 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 no. The one in the in the very beginning of the third part, I believe it was. You know, we already gave a spoiler warning. You can yeah. talk about it. Um, yeah, we gave a spoiler warning. Um, so it's revealed that the the big house. What's the big house called? I can't remember. Oh, some something with an M. Yeah. Um, well, the big house is burned down. But um, not in the way that I thought it was, because the yeah. big, big plot twist went right over my head. Yeah. Like, over so, my head to the level of where I was calling CJ after the fact, and then they told me this. I didn't realize it throughout the reading the book and abruptly started crying. Yeah. So, I I informed Bella that... The entire book, everyone, like, every one of the teens, I can't remember their names. I read this so long ago. Oh, yeah, um, I don't remember their names. Yeah, but every one of the other teens has been dead since the fire. And, and while I knew that they did die at the at the end of the book, like, I didn't know that they were already dead if you know what I mean like I thought that they were alive throughout the whole book and I did not know this until yeah yeah. like they have been dead the whole book and it's just now um and like at the very end Cadence finally lets go and the reason that it was so interestingly done was because at each step, the characters, it was shown that the characters were not there. But in the eyes of the narrator, Cadence, they were there. But to everyone else, the other teens were dead and had been dead for a year. You know, it was really interesting to look back on the actual book and be like, oh, yeah. Because, like, and notice all of the things that I missed, because somehow this went right over my head. Uh, but it was really interesting to see all the stuff that I missed by not noticing this, and, like, how obviously hinted at it was the entire time. Mm-hmm. But, like, nobody, like, we didn't put it together until the very end, and you didn't, didn't put it together until I informed you that, hey... This actually is what happens. I thought they died. Um, basically, the house was burned down a year prior to the book taking place, basically. I thought that the house was burned down in linear time with the book. Yeah. Which and it was not. <laughs> it was not. The house was burned down, and then that's why Cadence had such a hard time with the house that was rebuilt. 
like it was brand new, completely redone. She had so much like anger about that house, about the new house. And we didn't know why until the end. When love how you're just revealed. excluding the fact that I had literally no clue about any of this, and I usually oh, yeah. am not like that. I'm usually able to tell things about books and other things, like, quite early on. Mm-hmm. Like, I predicted the mysteries in a series of unfortunate events even before the Baudelaire siblings did. Uh, and that says mm-hmm. something. They're... But, like, yeah, this is very uncharacteristic of me not to have noticed until they told yeah. me, so... Yeah, and so what happened was a year before the book takes place, the the old house got burned down, right? The old house got burned down, and when the story is taking pl- a year prior to the book taking place, Cadence and the three other teenagers burned down the house. I cannot remember why. But they did. I think it was because they were mad about how the adults were handling something and decided to use that as an act of uh, protest, if I remember correctly. that mm-hmm. I might be wrong. Call me out in like a comment or something on the Apple podcast if I am wrong, though. Mm-hmm. Just. Um, yeah. And so what happened was they burned, they burned down the house, but CJ not CJ, um, Cadence put so much gas in the library. Which obviously is very, very flammable. And they lit that on fire before anybody else gave the signal. So the house burned down with the other kids inside. Yeah. And so they've all been dead for the entire year. And Cadence doesn't remember because she is repressing those memories. Yep. And it is very clear that she is grieving in some way because she is born blonde. She then dyes her hair black through the subsequent Ooh, so year. <laughs> uh-huh. So um, emo. Not like I'm one to talk, but so emo. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to dye my hair black too for a while. The guy asked me... A- I was going to school today, and a guy asked me, like, abruptly, I don't even know him, are you emo? I'm not, I've never seen this guy before in my, I'm in my life, I mean, I've probably seen him around school, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I was, and I just shrugged. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and so, it's clear that she is grieving something. But it's never stated what until I the kind of just midpoint she, of the book. I just thought she was kind of very mentally ill the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I I did that, not put it together until, like, the very end when it was like, oh, that's what happened. Yeah, I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... So, basically, she is grieving, and she is remembering the other kids, and I think they're her cousins, right? Yeah, they're her cousins. Except for the one guy. Except for, yeah, there was, like, one kid that wasn't her cousin. That was, like, adopted by one of her uncles or something. Yeah. Um, 
something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, or like um, an uncle's friend's kid who is brought there every summer yeah. or something similar. Yeah, something like that. Um, but so that's what happened. And they all and so these three are not there the entire time. And Cadence is they're on this island and she's living by her pretty much by herself. And she is eating food and not cleaning up the mess. She is um, watching TV and, like, not pretty much stagnating. And on this island during the summer. And, but it seems like she's with her cousins and the one other guy. Um eh. I don't remember their names. I'm sorry. I read this so long ago. Um, But yeah, so each of these characters are not there. And at the end of the book, she finally lets go of these characters. And so as they're saying their goodbyes in the final in like the final few pages, it is revealed that they were not there the entire time. Like they had been dead. For the entire book. And yep. and Cadence was just now coming to terms with it. And we were just figuring that out. Or, well, you were. <laughs> yeah. And then I told you after you finished. Yeah, because it, you know, did not click in my head. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was basically a summary of what happened uh, in We Were Liars. Um, it was so good. Oh my goodness. It really was. So good. And like the final the final chapter is what really made it incredible. Because I that I was, is uh, what it... Texting you throughout the entire last bit. And one of the last parts is something about a fire. Like, it was in the uh-huh. title of the, one of the last parts. And I was like, uh, CJ? Uh-huh. Did I see something about fire? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really good. Oh, I gotta look up a picture of what Todoroki's costume colors are. Is it on uh, the front? Oh my gosh, uh, it's on the front. The main outfit is blue and the little thing yeah. that like backpack straps it's on the are front. Like it's on the front of, it's on the front of <laughs> okay, the cover, and like... I didn't check um, <laughs> before going to look it up but now i see it okay yellow red and white okay he's very blue and white like those are like his main color themes. well it's not um, like he likes red <laughs> i mean yeah that's true that's true with reason you know uh verified reasons um <laughs> that we're not gonna share this not is not talk about yet time. yeah not, not yet we're not talking about that yet we are currently working on uh, we were liars. Okay, so what was I saying? Uh, I was saying something. I don't remember what uh, I was saying. Creative segue? No, no. Oh, okay. No, no creative I was, segue? There, I was going to make a point. I was going to make a point. I can't remember what point I was going to make. Uh, dang it. Um, oh, hey, something we forgot to talk about in the beginning of the episode is that, uh, like expected, episodes do drop every Monday, and we have little things, these little things called oh, yeah. cookie bites that are, like, 
little oh no my pencil lead broke wow that's oh, sad no. r.i.p my pencil um i'm gonna send you a picture of that cj uh <laughs> but anyway so i he does have a lot of red in his costume for not liking the color red well he has reasons for i mean as he a does... personal fan of the color red he has reasons not to like the color red yeah That's so sad. It just fell right out of my pencil. Okay, so you were saying something about the cookie bites. Right, they're cookie bites. Cookie um, bites. Yeah, cookie bites. Yes, yes. Um, basically, they're like little mini episodes. We'll have like holiday specials and oh, my poor pencil. Um, <laughs> I, mean... I love that the pencil keeps interrupting <laughs> your spiel about cookie bites. It looks so sad. It's just like goodbye also because it was i i sharpened it very nicely okay and at the point Um, it fell off midway through coloring mm. gotta sharpen it again now um i do have a picture of the lead maybe i'll put it somewhere on the podcast just to give it a little honorable mention the sad pencil lead Um, okay, so Cookie Bites. They're basically mini-episodes. Um, oh, that... they can be recorded with either both of us or just one? hmm And they are completely random. Unless it's planned. Unless it's planned. And then it's not random. But because most of the that's... time, it is random. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean... Holiday specials are are planned in advance. I swear. Oh, I just sharpened the pencil and the new piece of lead fell out, too. That's the struggle with pencils. They all fall. They all fall down. Oh, that, oh, uh, that, basically, that nursery unless... rhyme is so dark. I know, right? But anyway, um, so they're not planned unless they are. Unless they like... are. And it's usually, if we're planning them, it's usually a holiday. Um, so we're going to have one for Thanksgiving for the U.S. Um, we're going to have one for Hanukkah. That's uh, probably going to be, that one might be just me, unless CJ wants yeah. to participate, but you know, um, it's, I might. Who it knows? makes more sense for me to do it. Like, yeah. I probably won't be helping out with the Christmas one, because, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so. it did it again. <laughs> oh. This is the third time. This pencil is irritating me. Yeah, so if you do see a episode come up at, like, a random time, just know that it is a Cookie Bites, um, and, and Cookie Bites are fun and great. And not to worry, no one has hacked our account. No one has hacked our account. It is very much just us uploading a video, not a video, a um, an episode at a very are... random time. Yeah. Hello, future CJ signing off for the episode. I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Sorry we had to split this episode into two, but it was very, very long. Uh, If you want to hear more content, uh, go check out our introduction um, and possible cookie bites, question mark. Who knows? Uh, We will be having a cookie bite for Thanksgiving. Um, and then that'll just be the two of us, uh, recording together. And then we will probably have a cookie bite on Monday or Tuesday, depending. 
who knows? Um, but that one will most likely just be Bella. So yeah, I'll, well, we'll hear or, well, we won't hear you. Uh, well, you'll hear us on the next episode you listen to. Bye.